I sure will. A good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey, man. Got a radio show. How good is God, huh? Think about it. Just take a slight inventory of your own life and say it to yourself when you get through. How good is God, huh? Think of all the small things. All this, because that's him. You breathing, that's him. You still here, that's him. You got another chance, that's him. You ain't out of here. That's him. You got any measure of health? That's him. You think there's more to it than it really is, than it already showed up to be? That's him. All of that. You got any dreams or aspirations? You dream of other things? That's him. All that. That's him. That's him. Them clothes you got? That's him. Every time you eat, that's why they had this thing called You Say Your Grace. That's him. See, that's him, man. That's him. It's amazing when you take a small inventory how you find out how big God really is in your life. Now, the more you turn yourself over to him, the bigger he can be for you. See, he'll only be as big as you let him. It's one thing about God now. He's a gentleman. He can make you do anything. You know, you get too big for him. You know, you, 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 you lose your humbleness. He can humble you now. God created man with the power of choice. We're the only creature he created that he gave us the total power of choice. When we mate, who we mate with, you know, everything, all of it, man. It's a choice. What we want to be, how much we want to make, where we want to live, what climate we want to live in. We can live in cold climates, hot climates. You know, we speak different languages. You can go learn another language. A bear can't do nothing but be a bear. He can't go learn how to be a fox. He can't go learn how to be an otter. 
He just can't. An ostrich is an ostrich, man. He can't come out here and fight like a lion. A lion is a lion. A lion eat meat. He can't eat vegetables. I don't care how much meat ain't around. He'll lay down and pull up out of here and die because he can't eat grass. He's just a lion, man. You, you understand this? That God gave us. We are the one creature he created that has total power of choice. You can make every decision in your life. What kind of watch you like? That's the one you can buy? You want to live in Switzerland? Go ahead. You don't like Switzerland? You can move to Miami. You want to live your life of crime? Go ahead. That's you. He gave you the power of choice. You want to do right? Come on. So now, look at this thing. We are all the results of a, of a series of decisions that we have made. If we could just identify that the problem is us, we could begin the solution. See, that's the problem, y'all. It's us. It's what we do. I threw my life down the hill. I can't tell you how many years based on some decisions that I was making. Now, I can justify my decision where I wasn't happy and I was doing this and I was in misery and y'all on that. Yeah, 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 Steve, when you get through, you made the decisions, though. Hey, you can look at this any way you want to, y'all. But at the end of the day, I'm just talking to people that's really, really wanting to improve their position in life. And how do you do that? You got to have a solution. How do you come up with a solution? You got to identify the problem to even begin to solve it. But if the problem ain't ever you, how you going to solve something that ain't you? See, Okay, let me look at it this way. If somebody say, like, I got a child of mine, man. I just do right here, man. I, I don't even want to get into it this morning. Boy, I'm struggling with this, this boy. I, but, man, you, you go to people, you ask them why they do something. I just, I just wasn't taking care of business. Why? I just didn't take care of business. Boy, do you understand that your life is going to be filled with you got to take care of business? So when you going to start? You know, man, you can't, you can't, you, you can't go through life blaming everybody. It's got to be you. See, you can fix you. You can't fix nobody else. If you keep getting married and the marriages don't work, hello, 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 could it be you? So I finally had to sit down and just make that decision. Ain't no need of me coming on the radio talking about nobody else and what they did to me and y'all just don't know. No, 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 man. What about the part you played in it? Because, see, if you got a good marriage, you got a part to play in that. If you got a bad one, you got a part to play in that. Even if it just get down to you the one picked them. How about that, Mr. Mister? I made a decision? The problem is usually within yourself. Do you know that's the quickest and easy way to fix your life? That way you ain't got to check with nobody. Here's the beauty of going on and admitting that it's you. You don't have to check or clear it with nobody to start the repair process. You don't need anybody's permission. You ain't got to put it before the review board to see if it'll pass. It ain't got to go through Congress. You ain't got to hope that your uh, local politician get their hands on it and make a phone call for you. You ain't got to ask any counselors to come in and sit with you. You don't have to check in the rehab. All you got to do is decide. The problem is me. I'm going to start changing me. 
identify the problem and start with the part that you can own up to. Once you identify the problem, you can start planning on how to fix it or how to get to accomplishing something. But remember this planning is important. If you fail to plan, then please plan to fail. If you don't know how to make a plan, let's just start with the basics. Just make a list of what you want. Make this list and then go to God in prayer with an open mind. And open your mind up to all the clean opportunities that are available. Here's why a lot of people won't succeed. Because certain opportunities come along, you don't want to do them. That kills me, man, when I hear people, I ain't doing that. I know young comedians that come to me all the time talking about, man, what you not? I say, man, just take every gig you can. No matter what it pay, well, l- l- listen to me, son. You can go make that money that it pay, or you can make the decision to sit at home and make no money. It's comedy hard business. They ain't paying but $100. You got to drive, drive 50 miles. But if you drive 50 miles and you make the 100 and you stand on that stage for 30 minutes, you are now 30 minutes better than you was the last time you went on stage. Oh, man, I, yeah, man, they don't pay me. I ain't coming. You ain't finna be a comedian, man. Not, 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 not like this here. A lot of people just don't want to do what's necessary to do. So when the opportunity presents itself and you open up your mind to it, man, then get ready to go on and do it, man. Identify your problem today. Start with the part. That's you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please? The Steve Harvey Morning Show is in full effect as we speak. Today's show is dedicated to those who love other people. If you are a hater, this show, a hater of any kind, please turn the channel. This show is dedicated to people who are non-haters. Welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show, home of the no haters. We have a bitter person on the show, but not a hater. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. <laughs> Nothing but love over here. Good morning to you, Steve. You're my people, baby. Yeah, Carla Pharrell. Good morning. Uh-huh, Junior. Uh, morning, Aunt Curtis. Turn your radio. <laughs> and uh, here we go. Who I just mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, bitter man. I have a small midget of hate too, Steve. I hate to tell you, there's some hate in there, man. I mean, I do. I have it. Well, <laughs> this show is not dedicated for you, so you may be on it, but it ain't about you. It's a smidgen. Nephew of Thomas. Hate. Smidgen. Big doggy dog. No hate coming from this direction. No hate. No hate. No hate. No hate. Well, Monday morning, everybody good. Yeah. Oh, man. oh, I'm good. Great. Oh, I'm yeah. so happy. Yes. Yes. Yeah, man. So what you happy about, Jeff? Dallas lost, Steve, and that gives me a happiness, a bitterness, and hatred. You know, it's kind yeah. of it's because Why you hate I Dallas, though. Them. You don't even watch sports. <laughs> I don't have to watch the hate. Where you get that from? I mean, what? What, what <laughs> you, you all about? All the audience and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm with you, Jay. Long as they lose. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I actually picked them, Pimpin yeah. did anyway, to beat the uh -huh. Packers. So I'm not really sure. I just thought they'd beat the Packers, but I've never been a Dallas Cowboy fan ever in my life. I've been a huge fan of the players. Uh -huh. I love Emmitt Smith. I love Prime. I love Michael Irvin. Mm -hmm. I love a lot of the Cowboys used to come to my comedy club. They're good I people. just never liked the team. The team, the cool right. dudes, man. Right. I just don't like the team. Mm -hmm. But all. you don't have hate like I do. I have no, 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 no. I actually like Dak Prescott. Yes. Yeah. I, nice I like Ezekiel Elliott. I just don't like that damn America's team. That's corny to me. Mm. If it was Cleveland that was America's team, how would you feel about that? I don't care nothing about that being America. I like the Browns. Right. Okay. I'm just, I'm just saying hey, man, if that you was just America's going to like team. the little Texas A&M Aggies, that little school with the military attached to it. You just <laughs> go ahead and like that. I do like that. I do like that. Go ahead. Where that come from? We got to go. Wow, wow. Coming up in 32 after the hour, uh, we're going to find out what the crew did over the weekend. Big weekend uh, for some of us. Weekend uh, review coming up right after this. I wonder who was Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> what up, everybody? It's your boy, J. Anthony Brown for the Steve Harvey Morning Show. If you're looking for a place to have a party, it's the J Spot Comedy Club, 5581 West Manchester Avenue. Go to Eventbrite, get your tickets for the Halloween party hosted by my good friend, Flame, and I'm coming to Columbia, South Carolina, October the 25th, George Wallace Jr. and Sherry Shepard. That's right, Columbia, I'm coming home. Watch out there now. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, it is Monday. Let's find out what the crew did over the weekend. Uh, Steve, we'll always start with you because your stuff is funny. Well, uh, was you naked, though? No, no, I was in Jamaica this weekend. That's what nice. you're supposed to get naked oh, in. Wow. Jamaica. Jamaica. Wow. Yeah, I was in Jamaica. See, that's balling right there. Yeah. Just yeah. no reason. Mm -hmm. I worked. No, I worked. I had a speaking engagement at the Sancor Group uh, retreat. Um, which is a investment banking insurance and uh, investment firm here in Jamaica. And they do a company retreat every two years and they bring in, uh, every two years they do a motivational seminar. And I was a speaker for it, so I flew down to Jamaica. Spent uh, three days down there. Got down there Friday, did Saturday and Sunday in Jamaica. And that's what I did. And I was had a great speech, very moving. What? Wait a minute. Uh, I'd be going to the mall to see the movies. That's for damn I mean, sure. I'm happy that now. this happened. Yeah. yeah, this is great, Steve. You're always you always doing great things. Nikki? No, Top but everything. and he didn't get into a fight with anyone. You know how his Yeah, he normally have a fight. Yeah. An yeah. argument. Something. Now, what you don't do is fight out the country. <laughs> yeah. On an island. Right. Uh -huh. Your chances yeah. of surviving that ain't good. Yeah, you're right. You, you I'm a grown man. I know where to fight. Yeah, you I have behave. a question. Uh -huh. Yeah. 
while you were in Jamaica, did you partake of the Jamaican festivities <laughs> down there? Did you, I mean? I don't uh, smoke weed, Jay. Sorry. Yeah. No. Oh, <laughs> you got weed. Oh, well, about smoking no weed. Oh, well, that's all oh, you know about. I got about, naked so. questions. Just, you know. No, no, I wasn't naked. My wife didn't come, so... <laughs> But you know, I don't I don't sleep naked when I'm on the road in a hotel because something could pop off. Now I need my at least my drawers on. Yeah. What I can't do is wake up in a panic naked. But but you do need to know, dog, is naked would keep people up off of you. They back up when you're naked. Naked when you make it, people yeah. back up off of you. That's some stupid logic right yeah, there. Yeah, because you're vulnerable, Tommy. No, you're not yeah. vulnerable. No, well, he smart. might not be Shirley. Yeah. <laughs> You yeah. people off of you because okay, you're naked. This is going someplace else. Yeah, this ain't gonna go where you think. Maybe he ain't that vulnerable, Shirley. Sure. Yeah. I'm vulnerable. Maybe he uh, ain't. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I said. I'm just I using the word blessed. vulnerable, and that's all oh I'm leaving God. alone. I see you have a weapon. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, are we done with I'm the foolishness? We're done. We're okay. done. Because i got to ask my girl, Carla, how was her weekend in Chicago with Sister Strut? Oh, well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, Sister Strut, you know, we walked. We're raising awareness. The fight against breast cancer went down this past Saturday in Chicago on the south side. The Croc Center, Salvation Army <laughs> Croc Center. And Steve, let me tell you how much the Chicago listeners love us. I'm Do just, they? they are so loyal. Oh, man, they were out there thick. Women, men, we children, family. Too. I was hugging folks. We cried, we prayed, and they all said, tell Steve, tell Tommy, tell Junior. They, hey, Junior. They praying for you, Jay. They was like, we're our homegirl, Shirley Strawberry. So much love oh, to V103 so awesome. and the Chicago oh, yeah. fam, man. They love us, that's and we love y'all right there. Right yeah. Yes, yes. Right yeah. I'm coming that yeah. way too, baby. I'm at the yeah. Eric Crown, baby. 18th and 19th. I'll be there with baby. you, Tommy. I'm coming. I'm coming. Come on. Yeah. Yes. I'm you coming, Shirley? Uh-huh. Yeah. Don't, Shirley, don't play. No, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> you always say something <laughs> you ain't. I already have my ticket. You got your ticket to the show? Go, Shirley. You got your ticket to the show? Well, you know, you ain't got no well, tickets to my no show. airline ticket. See, right there. You got that ticket. <laughs> Why would she have a ticket to the show and you ain't gave it to her? Thank you, Steve. She's not I mean, paying for no I'm ticket. asking, has she bought one? Uncle no, she's not buying no, no, she not buy no ticket or dinner. What are you talking about? <laughs> or shoes. <laughs> or shoes. That's true. That's true. Now, that's true. That's Say somebody's you job. Shoes her husband got to buy her shoes, <laughs> and you got to buy all her food and her tickets. <laughs> Won't he do it? <laughs> no, that's right, Chad. What was wrong? Do we doing? Look at God. Look that's at the God. problem. We doing it. <laughs> I know. But yeah, we'll we'll all yeah. be there uh, this yeah. this coming weekend in Chicago. Mm-hmm. In Chicago, look at y'all back to back. Chicago yeah. love. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, yeah. After Sand and Soul, of course. Right, right, right. Yeah. 18th, 19th. I'm there. After Sand and Soul. Honestly, <sighs> that's fine. Nice. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. Can you believe? Yeah. It? Wait. It's oh here. man. Don't, don't, no, don't come back and tell me y'all ain't getting naked. I'm going to be mad at y'all. Y'all went down there and didn't get naked. Have some fun. Margaritas. Have some naked. There you go. Start it like that. That's how you do it. Yes. I have a great story to tell after Sand and Soul is over. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I have a great, great Sand and Soul story to tell. Mm. Can you give us yeah. a, yeah. a storyteller yeah. now. He know how to tell them. Yeah, that's what you know, he I does, might tell man. it because you know we're going to be down there 
uh, doing yeah. the show, so I might mm-hmm. tell him. Okay, well, awesome. I can't wait because you you have the greatest stories ever. Boy, <laughs> it's going to be a good one. Uh-huh. Oh. I come every time I go do a sure. show. Like, I went and did. I went and did Salisbury, Maryland. I had a great show. Great, great, oh, great, great oh, show. Good. Thank you, everybody in Salisbury, Maryland. Why Comico coming out seeing your boy. But why when the show over? Good show. But tell Steve, though. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. well, it's yeah. always tell Steve. Tell Steve. Yeah. Can you get this to Steve? You know what? Oh, I'm a time. promoter. I, me, I was with Steve when. Yeah, it's so bad. many well, tell Steve stories. It is. Tommy. Huh? Here, that's we go. Why Here we go. I can't come out to none of your shows. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to tell him that? <laughs> See, I, good answer, Steve. I be trying answer. to say Steve. Steve. I know, Tommy. We love him. I Tommy, I know. I know. I know. Tommy, That's Tommy, why. man, I got something in the. I'm finna bless you with something. I'm finna bless you with something. Listen, yes. take this, take this, yes. and get this to Steve. How the I, hell I, did I, that? See, that's me? why I won't come to your show. <laughs> <laughs> you a funny Steve. <laughs> so I keep telling y'all I can't go. Oh, yeah, man. you'll be bombarded. You know, well. It's his show. He should remain in the spotlight. <laughs> All right, listen, coming up next, it is Monday. You know what time it is. Revin Motown, Deacon Def Jam in the building with church complaints right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, and later this morning, we're going to talk about the legacy and extraordinary life of Miss Diane Carroll. Uh, mm. She passed away, yeah. Uh, wow. So sad. So yeah. sad. One of my idols. So sad. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, you didn't? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What, yeah, 84? 84. 84. Uh-huh. She was 84. Mm-hmm. Plus, uh, we're going to tell you about some black girl magic. Girl medalist Simone Biles has two tumbling moves named after her. Did you see them? Unbelievable. Uh, that girl right now, is amazing. She yeah, cold, she man. Is. She yeah, really she, is cold. She did three Oh, flips in the air. Get a but anyway, the old that could do that. Woo! <laughs> what? <laughs> but to be up that high, you yeah. know how high she yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yes, Lord. Right now, though, it is Monday. It is time for Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam with today's church complaints. We, oh gracious, yeah, gavel. On this blessed Monday morning, grateful for thine intentions, realizing that although there are those who labor in complaintinality, who won't reciprocate themselves, reciprocate. Themselves above the fray of complaintinality. Here is church complaints with the head of the complaint committee, none other than Deacon Delph Dudgeon. Yes, yes, let's get down to business, Pastor. We have quite a few uh, uh, complaints here. Sister Vernetta Dixon. 
was kicked out of the church. I don't know if you know about it, Pastor, this past Sunday that shouted out, F you, Satan. Uh, Pastor, what? What should we? I don't know. It, I mean, we don't like Satan, so I don't know what, what you do with her, but. Uh, it was really well, just caught uh, everybody off guard. She's a, a new Christian uh-huh. and has not uh, quite learned how to express herself. So <laughs> we going to bear that because uh, I've said that a couple times myself. And I, not, But she's a new Christian. It's all going to work out. We all are trying to say that in a godly way, but sometimes you just got to let him have it. Yeah. Because you know. uh, Satan going to keep effing with her. <laughs> Eventually, she, she going to tell Satan to get the F on. Now, we don't condone the language in here, but I do understand where she comes from. I love my favorite. Uh, my favorite member right there. I really, really have wished several times myself mm-hmm. that he would quit effing with me. <laughs> Making it hard to do right. I knew you was going to go too you far. You going to keep effing around. <laughs> I didn't know you was going to go that far. I'm not that far, no far enough to say it here at the church, but man. Uh, all right, Pastor, here's another issue. Uh, T.I. is throwing a Gucci party to reinstate them back into society. Uh, you can now get back to the GG. Pastor, do you want your uh, uh, Gucci robe finished? Because we started it, well, but we stopped uh, with it. My response to that is, what the F is T.I. doing now? <laughs> Pastor, really? Pastor, you taking this too far with this. Okay, I'm so sorry. Way- I do want the Gucci robe finished. Uh, mine is finished. And I told you I wore it last week before he took the uh, uh, the Gucci, uh, 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 what they call it, the boycott down. I wore my church because I got two G's on both my sleeves. And I told you before, I wasn't calling it Gucci. I just, my GG still for good God. Yes, yes, good yes. Good God Almighty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, Pastor, the wheelchair swimming team uh, has their first swim meet this coming Saturday. They're asking for uh, our prayers as well as three lifeguards uh, in, just for desperate measures. Well, we had two lifeguards, and one of them turned over, and we couldn't get him out in time. So we're going to go ahead and pass. I'm going to okay the third one. You're going in a different direction. <laughs> no, that's why I'm, I'm okay in the third lifeguard. Because we had an accident last year. Okay. One of them got turned over. We, didn't nobody know it. <laughs> and so we going to have that third one on duty with an underwater camera. Okay. <laughs> uh, How you don't like why I'm taking the jokes is beyond me because you bought it up. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Now, uh, how I'm... I'm the one that's effed up. I don't understand. <laughs> Why do you keep using effed up, Pat? Well, I'm th- I think Sister Abigail was on the song. <laughs> and I find it refreshing and rather, rather relieving. Okay. Even though I'm not cussing, I think effed up is a great substitution uh, uh-huh. to not people I'm trying to cut back anyway. 
All right. Let me. So we have two great substitutes. Like, I don't like this sugar honey iced tea no more. <laughs> And so now we have effed up. I think we we get a couple more and I can complete the cycle. Shut the front door. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, listen, Pastor, uh, one of our members who is- How about uh, shut, your, shut your mother's front door? Whoa. Shut your mother's front door. That's a better- Well, you're talking to me. Come on now. Uh, Pastor, listen- uh, Sister Jocelyn Cavanaugh, who we know is uh, has been strung out from time to time, she is asking that the uh, church buy her some wigs because at her job they do a drug test and they pull the hair. Uh, they, they take the drug test from the hair. She is safe if we have some wigs for her. <laughs> that way they won't be pulling from her hair. If they pull from her hair, they going to have weed in it. But if, if they pull from the wig, then, of course, she'll get away with it, Pastor. I don't know anything about that, Pastor. I'm a, I mean, Deacon, uh, we going to have to just, you know, has she considered? Do we have wig money, Pastor? Well, that's let, what let's just, if we got, do she have wig money? She got <laughs> weed money. <laughs> Hell, don't buy a sack and get yourself some hair. You got weed money, you got wig money. Wig and weed, that's what she has, Pastor. Wigs and weed is what we're trying to get for. That's going to mm-hmm. be a store, watch. Wig and weed, wig and weed, all right. Well, Should we start a FU ministry? No. No, I think we just need to get the phone. <laughs> all right, listen, thank you, uh, Reverend Motown, Deacon Def Jam. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, listen, the Steve Harvey Nation is growing. We know that, right? Absolutely. That's what we do. So appreciative of that blessing. We appreciate everyone. So please welcome, ladies and gentlemen, our newest affiliate and family member. We're talking about WAJD 99 Jams in Gainesville. That is Gainesville, Florida. Gainesville, baby. Yeah. Gainesville, home of classic hip-hop and today's R&B. Have the Gainesville. Welcome, Gainesville. Gainesville, Duval, getting close to it. (laughs) (laughs) Up there by them Jaguars, Duval. (laughs) Up there, Gainesville, man. Hey, Gainesville, and they just whooped Auburn Saturday. Oh, yeah, they did. Oh, they told him my fault. Yeah, they did. I actually picked Florida. In my little betting thing, I do. Uh, just, let's just say I won. <laughs> I can't leave this fool. We got love for you, Gainesville. I do a different kind of game, but I sure appreciate y'all. <laughs> Welcome to the ride, Gainesville. Yeah. All right, so Gainesville, this time in the morning, we do entertainment news. First, the weekend box office report. The Joker laughed all the way to the loved bank it. over the weekend. Loved yeah, it. You saw it, Jay. Loved it. Well, he is crazy. He is some kind of crazy. Ooh, yeah. Good <laughs> Looks like it is. I just downloaded John Wick 3 onto my computer to watch on the plane. A lot of fighting. It's a lot of fighting. And I downloaded Shaft. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh, Mud. 
You got another movie on your scene. Are you in 2017? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's moving on up, Junior. Huh? He's he catching up. He's catching up. All right, well, uh, anyway, as I was saying, the Joker was laughing all the way to the bank over the weekend as the DC Comics adaptation scored the best October opening weekend of all time and the fourth best opening for an R-rated movie. It was also the number one movie overseas. With uh, It brought in $234 million globally. Wow. They say that boy putting on an Oscar performance. Yeah, yeah why yeah. He's the true. He's a bad boy, man. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. What'd you say, Jay? That's good for DC because Marvel Comics has been killing him in the movies, man. Uh-huh. And uh, DC oh, hadn't okay. had anything since Wonder Woman to come out and really do good in the box office. DC. That's a great movie. Yeah. DC, DC Comics. Comics. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were yeah. in the comic books, Jay? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I don't know okay. nothing about it. I didn't know who DC was. <laughs> I've been the, I've been the <laughs> he comic He thought you were talking about DC Curry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I've been the comic count three times. The hell DC yeah. got also, to do with yeah, this? You're into it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Don't be ashamed. No, I, I've been to Comic Con three times. Um, yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Congratulations, Jay. Uh, in trending black girl magic news. How many news, blacks was at Comic Con? Uh, no, there was a lot of black people there still. Yeah. More than you would think. Yeah. I'm talking yeah. about not not outfits. <laughs> No, I had an outfit on. You kidding me? I ain't gonna go unless yeah, I don't He'll wear an outfit on a regular Oh, you know that. He got some he got yeah. some superhero Negro outfits. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me tell you guys quickly about Simone Biles, though. You know, she's a gold medalist. She's an Olympus Olympic gymnast. She has two amazing tumbling moves named after her while competing in the world championships uh, over in Germany during Simone's floor exercise she landed a triple double on her routine on the balance beam then she landed a double double dismount so now the double double dismount is now known as the Biles and the triple double on the balance beam is now the Biles too congratulations wow. to our girl Simone wow. Biles triple double on the balance beam yeah. Yeah, her own yeah, moves. Go ahead, girl. yeah all right, Steve, let's get to today's headlines, please. I ain't please. trying nothing new on no balance beam. <laughs> let's get to the headlines, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Ms. Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Okay, in the wake of the Dallas police chief's call for an investigation into the conduct of her officers as well as that of the Texas Rangers after the Amber Geiger uh, murdered her upstairs neighbor, the prosecution's most important witness that night has been mysteriously shot to death. Joshua Brown lived across the hall from the Geiger, from the Geiger's victim, Botham Jean, and was most likely aware of what members of law enforcement did and did not do upon arrival at Mr. Jean's apartment that night. During the trial, it was testimony which suggested that the the Dallas cops spent most of their time trying to cover up evidence in the case instead of help Mr. Jean. 27-year-old Joshua Brown was a football player for the University of South Florida. He was an entrepreneur who had several Airbnb properties. Brown was shot several times Friday night in a parking lot outside his building by someone or some people in a silver car, and he later died in the hospital. Meanwhile, Democratic candidates for president appealed to feel that something doesn't smell right. They want answers. Now only two of the now the two Two of the jurors who sentenced Amber Geiger to only 10 years for Botham Jean's murder say they disregarded the prosecutor's call for at least 28 years because they say they know that Botham Jean wouldn't have wanted that. 
Meanwhile, the people who really knew Mr. Gene, his family, don't seem that satisfied. They're standing with local activists and religious leaders still calling on the U.S. Department of Justice to pro- construct, uh, conduct rather a broad probe into what happened, and especially around the Dallas PD, because they say they don't seem capable of investigating themselves. Now, another since-fired white officer, this one in Georgia, has been found not guilty of fatally shooting an unarmed black man who was fleeing after a confrontation. Zachariah Prezi only convicted of violating his oath of office in shooting 33-year-old Tony Green, and he faces a prison term of, uh, faces a prison term of one to five years. Prezi could have faced as much as 20 years. Police in Kansas City are looking for the gunman responsible for the deaths of four men shot and killed in a bar early Sunday morning. Five people injured. Bar Tequila KC is a private club so people can only be admitted if they're members or brought in by members. Thomas Thomasick of the Kansas City PD says everybody ran out after the shooting started. We're trying to talk to as many witnesses as we can from the bar. Obviously being a bar at, at 1.30 stories varied a lot even you know being inside the bar. Authorities say all those killed were Hispanic males, but they don't think they were targeted because of racism or anything like that. Filmmaker Tyler Perry has dedicated a soundstage of his sprawling Atlanta studios over the weekend to Diane Carroll. It's 1.39 Edgecombe Avenue. My name is Claudine. Claudine Price. Ruben Pay Marshall. 7 o'clock. Cool it. <laughs> That's right. She won a and she was nominated for a Best Actress Oscar for her role in Claudine. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, well, on Saturday, guys, uh, Kanye West was in Salt Lake City. You know, he's all over the place with his church. Uh, Salt Lake City this time for a Sunday service. His church be moved. He got a mobile church. (laughs) Well, he's trying to reach as many people as he can, you know, with his music ministry. Uh, This time, though, his service took a political turn. Uh, According to Yahoo.com, Kanye defended himself for supporting President Trump, and he talked about the backlash he received. Kanye um, also talked to the crowd in Salt Lake about the Republican Party and that it was President Lincoln who freed the slaves. Take a listen to this. Abraham Lincoln was the Whig Party. That's the Republican Party that freed the slaves. That's the Republican Party that freed the slaves. Before a people want to call me a fool. Okay. Kanye doesn't understand a couple of things. There's nothing to do with the Republican Party freeing slaves. The Republican Party has never taken credit for that. It's it's a different thing. I admire Kanye for taking his church globally and everything. But in this climate right here, when you're a Trump supporter, you're saying too much against poor people. You're saying too much against the Latino population about uh, people trying to seek asylum in this country. You're talking about too much about children being separated from parents. You talk too much about abortion rights, which should be a decision totally up to women. I don't even think men should be even discussing this. We have no right to talk about abortion rights. I think that's a decision that should be made strictly by women. You know, I know people think because you go up there, I'm not a supporter of Trump by any stretch of the imagination. Anybody ever listened to this radio show would understand that. I just don't see the purpose of it. If you're going to, let's just do what you're doing. He's doing really well with this thing, man. I mean, I really commend Kanye 
for going out and doing this thing, taking his church globally. I think it's a wonderful thing. But please don't try to sell the Republican Party to people who are thinking people because it's not a good sale right now. If you really understood what was going on with this man and his presidency, they're trampling the Constitution, the Republican Party right now, which they constantly hold up that their dear forefathers wrote. And they always want to use it when it's convenient for them. But what this man is doing to the Constitution is unconstitutional. It's un-American and it's unpatriotic. And to be using a platform of religion to talk about the Republicans freed the slaves, you've made enough ignorant statements about slavery. I really think you should stop. Yeah. All right, coming up at 34 after the hour, we'll talk about the legacy and the extraordinary life of Miss Diane Carroll right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So we're just talking about uh, Kanye and uh, what he said about his supporting of uh, Donald Trump. He says he's never made a decision based on color. That's a form of slavery, mental slavery. He said uh, in a soundbite that we played earlier that... uh, uh, the Republican Party, it was President Lincoln who freed, freed the slaves. And, and, you know, I mean, he Lincoln was a Republican, you know, uh, back and in those slaves days. slaves were freed during that yeah, time. Yeah, they call him an abolitionist, right. you know. An uh, abolitionist, but, uh-huh. because the Republican Party was different then. Yeah. It's not the same Republican Party. Oh, it's a lot, lot different now. <laughs> Whole lot different. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, and a lot of blacks back then, we were, because of that, we were Republicans. Blacks were Republicans. It wasn't until later when uh, President Roosevelt came along. That they switched to being Democrats. And and offered everyone, I think it was the chicken in every pot and the New Deal and all of that. And then that's when blacks switched over to becoming Democrats. And we've been Democrats for the the majority, I guess the majority of us have been Democrats since then. We've lost a few. Yeah. But you know, was, I just yeah. think that I just think that what Kanye that. has to do is look, he's a he's a really cool dude one on one. He really is. And I really do like the guy. But when you make these statements like this that Republicans freed slaves and that stuff like that in your support of Trump, you also have to make this statement this is not an opinion you can throw out. You're talking about the facts of history. Back then, Republicans were abolitionist. Today, Which Republican they Party to abolish slavery. Yeah, yeah, but they're most certainly not abolitionists. They're not the party of the people anymore. They're the party of a, a different group of people that want and practice a, an elitism that separates and expects you to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. They claim to be. The moral compass, the grand old party is supposed to be the moral compass of the country. And I'm sorry, but they've slipped because now you have Southern evangelicals who support Donald Trump. Explain to me how you are a Southern right wing religious organization and you support Donald Trump. It doesn't make any sense because what he's doing is so non-Christian like when it comes to the common man. Kanye's got to watch this, man. 
and you're supporting Donald Trump for what? Just tell me what he's doing that you're supporting. Well, to. he's working with his wife with prison reform, Kim. You know, cool. she went and met with the president. Cool. So, that's one. Pr- I that's mean, that pr- could be a reason. The, the, the prison reform bill is good. That was brought about. Kim went up there. Van Jones went up there. You know, mm-hmm. I give Kim Kardashian a lot of credit for that. Oh, yeah. I, I, th- I think she did a great job. Oh, That's that was not, awesome. Yeah, it was. Okay, oh, cool. Was awesome. But now well, any, she's still working on their behalf. Yeah. And the other thing why the evangelicals are for Trump is because He's against abortion rights oh, boy, and, and, and homosexuals. And now, that's one of the and reasons. You, and you're exactly it. right, Jay. Yeah. And now here's the problem I have with all of them. Stop saying that because Republicans get abortions at the same rate as does Democrats. And there's just as many Republican gay people. Y'all act like they, they, they act like this is some horrific thing. Like that's not them. Come on, man. Yeah, but I mean, I, I know what you're what you're saying, but can we say this to the please? I do not want to give the Democrats a complete and total pass because to me, they take our votes for granted. For granted. They true. take us for granted, uh, just like Hillary Clinton did in that last election. You can't just you you just assume because we're black, we're going to automatically vote for hey, you. You got to do the job. Yeah. You got to hey. run the race. Well, let me say yeah. this to and you about this time. Is. Oh, man. If these Democratic candidates don't spend money on black radio like they do white radio and other forms of media, they will not get this microphone as a platform of free everything because you're absolutely right. And they've taken us for granted long enough. So if you're not spending money on the Steve Harvey Morning Show to support it, don't expect our support because all the millions of dollars you're raising, you're spending them somewhere, but you ain't spending them here. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's well put. Uh, my yeah. man. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All right, guys. Coming up, the nephew in the building with today's prank phone call right after this. Trying to do the whistleblower have a whistle. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What up, everybody? It's your boy, J. Anthony Brown for the Steve Harvey Morning Show. If you're looking for a place to have a party, it's the J-Spot Comedy Club, 5581 West Manchester Avenue. Go to Eventbrite, get your tickets for the Halloween party hosted by my good friend, Flame. And I'm coming to Columbia, South Carolina, October the 25th, George Wallace Jr. and Sherry Shepard. That's right, Columbia, I'm coming home. Watch out there now. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Get this, guys. The subject is, I'm in love with Harry Mary. All right? That is the subject. But right now, don't even say anything. <laughs> right. with moving who? on. Harry Mary. Harry Mary. Harry Mary. <laughs> she got sideburns and everything. So what she got? You got a goatee? Chest she hair. got mutton chops. <laughs> and chest hair. <laughs> right now, the nephew is in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got, nephew? Draws what? at the retirement home. Huh? Draws at the retirement home. What's your nephew, Steve? They got draws in different places, but nephew. this time we're talking about draws. At the retirement home. He disowned you again. Run them draws, cat. <laughs> Hello? Yo. Oh, uh, yeah, who's this? Who is this? This is attorney David. 
David, who the Uh-huh. All right, this is Anthony. Anthony, I was giving you a call. You used to work at the uh, uh, Senior Center, am I right? Yes. Okay, we got a bit of a problem here. Uh, are you familiar with Miss? Miss. Yes. Yes. Older lady that that, that uh, a Caucasian lady that's here at the center. Yes. Okay, now we got a problem. I know you retired in uh, in December, but uh, there's cleaning out her room, cleaning up her room. There's been some uh, men's underwear found here, and she's saying that it's yours. Well, then you got a. Because uh, I don't know where the lady live at. No, here here at the center, sir. They're claiming well, that. Then at the center, you find the ladies and men underwear said it was mine or whoever and whatever and whatever. Now I don't waste my time with that. Shit. If you gonna call somebody, call somebody, get it straightened out. But don't waste my time with you. Have a nice day. Wait just a minute, sir. I don't want to have to. I don't want to have to get officials to come down there. Hello? Yes, sir, Mister. It's just, this is the turn. Listen, I don't want. I want. I want to try to do this without your wife finding out. But we need. I got a few questions I need to ask. You tell your wife to pump it. You man, don't mess with me. You waste wasting my time. Come on, <laughs> call it back, dog. <laughs> hey, this is Doris. Please enjoy the music until I answer your call. Oh, that's right. Hello? Doris, it's time. Yes. Boy, he didn't cuss us out, but he keep hanging up. So uh-huh. so I need I need you to help me out. I want you to um uh, call from your phone. Uh-huh. And put us on three way and say, Hey, you need to talk to these people. Okay. Hello? Hello. This is Doris. Tony's right here. Um I told him about the situation with so I just want him to clear it up so you can stop calling him, okay? Yes, I, 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 this is a, attorney David. Is he available where I can speak with him? Sure, hold on a second. Attorney David. David, who? Hello. Hello, Mr. Uh, Tony, Anthony? Yeah. Could you possibly tell me what's going on, uh, why we would find your, your underwear in Miss F***'s, uh, in her room? <laughs> How you know it wasn't your underwear? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, sir? I say, how I know it ain't your underwear? Sir, I don't. I didn't work here. The young, the lady is saying that it's actually your underwear that's been in her room here at the retirement home. Well, man, you got the wrong one. Oh, this is a bad time to be messing with me. And where is you at anyway? Sir, I'm down here at my office right now. Well, where your office at? Do you need to come and see me? Yeah, I need to come see you. Where your office at? What seems to be the situation? Because I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting a hostile. Uh, you're sounding very hostile right now, sir. Yeah, well, I'm a hostile individual. Okay. You well, calling me something about some old, old lady? You go call me about somebody. Call me something about one of you say, yo, yeah. Sir, you're gonna watch your tone and you're gonna talk to me like you got some sense. Man, I ain't got to watch nothing. I'm an old man. I ain't got to do but die. I don't even pay taxes. What you want? Uh, you want to do something? You go ahead and only do it. But don't be calling my number no more. Okay. Well, I want to tell you this, sir. Yes. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You have been prank phone call by your girl that's standing right there with you, Doris. You know what? I ought to kick both of y'all. <laughs> Why you do that, Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> huh? Man. Man, you know, this ain't no good time for me, man. My, 
I don't have time, man. You messing with me. Where you at, man? <laughs> man, I'm 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 in the studio. I'm in New York City, man. Oh, New York. Well, you get a chance when you're going back to Philly, you stop through Trenton. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me holler at you for real. <laughs> hey, put your picture on TV so I see what know what you look like next time I see you. <laughs> Oh, oh man, you got you got it, but you must don't know this woman. You got the wrong one. You, you should have had somebody else. They ain't gonna work. This is a whole woman. Man. And I know she couldn't get that off nobody because she's crazy as hell. Hey, I got to ask you one more thing, Mr. Anthony. What is the baddest radio show in the land, man? Man, you know what it is. See you Harvey Morning Show. Yeah? All right. Peace, man. Crazy. Draw. Huh? Uh Uh-uh. Just draw. too much. Can you hear? Jen brought up a very good point. What? Can you hear? Are you hard of hearing? <laughs> huh? Yeah, exactly. What Don't you say? Don't bring that up. Draw. CEO Already. and president of King Tommy. Draw. <laughs> hey, uh, first of all, I want to say this. I want to thank you for uh, Salisbury, Salisbury, Maryland. Y'all come out and hung out with the brother. That was this past Saturday. Did I do it? 55 minutes flat-footed. Yes, I did. And I'm on my way to Chuckles in Jackson, Mississippi. That is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's this Friday, this Saturday, this Sunday. The nephew will be in town laying in the cut. It's Chicago, baby. That is the 18th and 19th of October at the Eric Cross. Round, and it's a star-studded list hosted by yours truly will be in the airy crowd, okay? And Shirley Strawberry says she'll be along there with me as soon as she buys her ticket. Now, okay, well, then that won't happen. Hang that up. <laughs> <laughs> Shirley's, Shirley's not going to buy a ticket to see you, Tommy. <laughs> Why? Because she see me I every day? She's going to buy some. It better be your birthday. <laughs> she'll buy some shoes to wear to see you. But she won't yeah. be buying a ticket to see you. Oh, it's gonna be cold in Chicago too. Uh-uh, uh, you got sweat. Went shopping this. Uh, don't start this. I need oh, something really? to wear. Don't start that. <laughs> Jackson, Mississippi, this weekend. Chicago, Airy Crown the following weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Jackson, Mississippi. Next week, 18th and 19th, Chicago, Airy Crown. Tickets on sale right now. All right, thank you, nephew. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Coming up next, uh, the strawberry letter. The subject, I'm in love with Harry Mary. Harry Mary. It's all on her legs and everything. (laughs) It's coming up out of her shoulder strap. We'll get into the letter (laughs) right after this. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please, 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 baby, please submit your letter, your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. That's for Jay. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. You need to back up off that mic. I am backing up. Off of it, okay. I'm backing up on it. And turn that sweater down. It's loud. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nephew. Thank you. Here we go. Subject: I'm in love with Harry Mary. 
Dear Stephen Shirley, I need some serious advice right now. I'm a 30-year-old man, and I'm dating a 29-year-old woman. She is very sexy, sweet woman with a great figure, but she has one flaw that is hard to overlook. She has hairy feet, a hairy chest, what? and her back is hairy. God, dog. <laughs> when we first met, it was in the middle of the winter, so she wore sweaters, you know, she wore jeans and boots mostly, and she kept her socks on if we were chilling at home. In the beginning, we waited a while to have sex, so I had never seen her undressed. God. The hair on her chest and back is as thick as mine, and it's curly. I can't run my hands down her back at all, and I can't kiss her on her chest when we make love. She noticed my reluctance to cuddle with her and asked me if I had a problem with her body. I had to act like all of that hair is no big deal, but it is, and here's why. Two weeks ago, we went to a pool party. <laughs> yeah, back up the <laughs> So loud. <laughs> so loud. All right, listen. Two weeks ago, we went to a pool party, and she wore a bikini with her whole body showing, okay? All of my male friends were taken aback when they saw her up close, and they started in with the jokes. They nicknamed her Harry Mary. And when I got mad, the jokes got worse. On our way home, she told me that a few of the women pulled her to the side and suggested laser hair removal or waxing because a hairy body for a woman is unacceptable. My girlfriend maintains that body hair is natural and she does not have to hide her body or go to extra measures to remove the hair to please others. She said it runs in her family and uh, I, I can't stand it. Uh, though, I, and I want her to get it plucked, shaved, waxed, or something. I guess you can tell that I, I like her a lot, and I don't want to ruin a good thing over a hairy situation. Am I being too shallow, or should I tell her how I really feel and risk losing this great woman? Please she help. Got to be fine. Come on, let's go. All right, all right. Uh, no. Absolutely not. You're not being shallow. Uh, I don't think you're being shallow at all. She needs to mow the lawn. She definitely does. Uh, uh, you know, why is it that you are afraid to tell your girlfriend how you really feel? I mean, you really like this young woman. You think uh, um, that there could possibly be a future in this relationship and all of that. Uh, I, I'm, I agree with you. This is a very serious situation. She's right. Hair does grow naturally on the body. Uh, so does a lot of other things. I mean, you know, funk and dirt and all that will grow on the body if we don't take showers and stuff. But you got to do, uh, you know, some kind of maintenance. Men and women have to do maintenance. Come on now. Uh, you know, just because hair grows naturally on the body, that doesn't mean it's attractive. It doesn't mean that that your partner wants to feel hair on your body, you know, when he wants to be intimate and cuddle with you. Uh, you know, you you had an opportunity when she asked you to say something to her. I think you can say it. I think it's just the way you say it. You know, listen, when you asked me earlier how I felt about it, I just want to tell you that um, I don't like it. I mean, you got to just be straight with her and tell her. Just tell her in a nice way. Ask her, you know, to, to shave some of it and see won't she even like her body better, the smoothness of her skin and all of that. Uh, I, I think, you know, don't miss an opportunity to tell her how you really feel. I don't think she's going to uh, go anywhere. It, it's just in all the way you say it. Steve? 
man. <laughs> well, good answer, Shirley. I think uh, you, you were spot on with your uh, assessment. I agree with everything you've said. Here's uh, the problem. I'm 30, she's 29, she's sexy, sweet, banging body, and she got a flaw that's hard to overlook. I'm thinking breath, she cuss. No, it ain't that. She has very hairy feet. <laughs> so wait, wait, Let's go just things stop. you thought it was at first, Steve, I'm sorry. She got breath. Uh-huh. She cuss. Okay, yeah. You know. Yeah. She got bad grammar. She don't know how to talk well. Smoke something. But she has hairy feet. Let's stop right here. <laughs> Who <laughs> the hell has hairy feet? Woman I know. I'm a grown ass man. <laughs> I got a little hair on each one of my toes, but my damn foot ain't hairy. Now Saskatchewan <laughs> got hairy ass feet. My uncle had hairy ass feet. You mean I'm just hair, confused. Hair was growing on the foot? On yeah, top of my the, uncle. Yeah, yeah. Like on the instep and stuff? Really? Yeah, like he would wear sandals. I thought he had on socks. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> my father used to call my uncle Roger Super Sugar Chris. Because he thought he was the bear on the seal box. <laughs> now, she has very hairy feet, mm. a hairy chest, and her back is hairy. Wow. Now. Hold on right there. Right there. Wow, We're going to okay. have part two. We're going to take a break and have part two okay, of, of your response to you coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's subject, uh, I'm in love with Harry Mary. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. I'm in love with Harry Mary. Wow. This man dating this woman, she 29, he 30. Beautiful chick, banging body. Got a problem, though. Mm-hmm. She uh, got hair on her feet, <laughs> hair on her chest, <laughs> and hair on her back. So when she take her shoes off, it just look like she got on house shoes. <laughs> already. They already buried. You know those fluffy ones? <laughs> Baby, you got your house shoes? Uh-uh. Oh, I'm sorry. So now I'm tripping because when you first met her, it was in the wintertime and she had a lot of sweaters and jeans and boots and stuff on. Kept her socks on. Even if, as if we were, when we was chilling at the house. In the beginning, waited for a while to have sex, so I had never seen her undress. The hair on her chest and back is as thick as mine, and it's curly. I can't run my hands down her back, and I can't kiss her chest when we make love. No, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't run your hand down her back. She got hair on it. She has hair on it. 
So you hugging a teddy bear. And she got hair on her chest. Now, Shirley has said, you know, you can get stuff done. You have to mow the lawn. I can't imagine what else is happening. I can't kiss on her chest when we make love. Uh, I can't kiss on the chest. And she noticed my reluctance to cuddle with her and asked me if I had a problem with her body. Hell yeah, I got a problem. How the hell you ain't got no problem is what I have the biggest problem with. Is how you sitting up here with all this hair on your feet, your chest, on your hands. He didn't say hands. Probably on there, though. Her knuckles <laughs> got hair on it. Everybody got hair on her knuckles. If you got hair on your feet, you got knuckle hair. Slight mustache. You know, let, let's just cut to the quick on this. Cut. Cut's the key word. <laughs> you know, I mean, let's just say some obvious things we know. If you want to groom this relationship, <laughs> I'm just saying some things you need to say. You know, you, you need to clip the situation in the bud. I'm just saying some things you might can open up the conversation with. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know, just edge up on them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. And yeah. say you need to cut yeah. your damn hair. <laughs> Seriously. But you got to get some of this stuff out, man, because this ain't going nowhere. Because this is getting ugly, man. This is already past ugly. You don't want to cuddle. And so, you know, and, and she asked me if I had a problem with her body. I had to act like all that hair is no big deal. But it is. And here's why. Two weeks ago, y'all go to a pool party. Oh. She wore a bikini. Oh, Lord have mercy. With her whole body showing, all your male friends was taken aback. They wasn't taken aback. They were tripping. On her back. When they saw her up close and they started with the jokes. They nicknamed her Harry Mary. Mm. Then I got mad. The jokes got worse. Mm. On our way home, she told me that a few of the women had pulled her to the side and suggested laser hair removal. Because they... it throw off, it throw people off. I have to get it all the time. I'm a very hairy woman myself. I have to get laser hair removal. You hairy, sure? Sure. Yeah, my, my really? arms, my legs. Right. Yeah, I, I am. Really? Yeah. I yeah. No one knew. Because you don't know, exactly. That explains these animal sounds. <laughs> Good one, Junior. (laughs) Yeah, you gotta do it. Come on. You do. Yeah. You have to. So So now, on the way home, a few of the women pulled her to the side, suggested hair laser removal or waxing. It's not the norm. And my man, you're not upset and you're not being shallow. It's just not the norm. They ain't in the magazines nowhere. They ain't on Vogue. Billboards. They ain't on the billboards. They ain't on none of the housewives. You can't catch a hairy woman nowhere except a horror movie. Mm. And the last time I saw one was Werewolf Girl. Wow. Werewolf Girl was only out one time because ain't nobody even want to see Werewolf Girl. So girl. she said it runs in her family. Well, don't get in that family. <laughs> All right. And Steve. I can't stand it, though, and I want her to get it. Pluck, shave, wax, something. Wax. Yeah. I mm-hmm. like her a lot. Am I being too shallow? Hell no, you ain't being too shallow. She being too thick. Yeah, but he's <laughs> got to tell her, though. Or should All I right, tell listen. her how I really feel? Yes, you should. And run the risk of losing a great woman. 
You can either lose a great woman if she ain't willing to lose no hair. She could lose a great man. Everybody got something to lose here. You need to have real conversation with her. Tell her the truth. Just anybody know that's, that ain't right. Even her family. How yeah. she got a family. <laughs> All right, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And please check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 after the hour in trending serious national news, out of Dallas, a key witness in the trial of ex-cop, uh, ex-Dallas cop Amber Geiger has been killed. Boy, was this a shocking story. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, a key witness um, in the murder trial. What a sad story this is. A former Dallas police officer, Amber Geiger, has been shot and killed. Only days after her sentencing. Yeah. His name was Joshua Brown. He um, was a key witness in the trial. He lived in the same apartment complex as Botham Jean and Amber Geiger. Joshua Brown testified against Amber Geiger and said he was in the hallway on the fourth floor uh, where he and Botham Jean lived and said he heard two people uh, that sounded surprised and then two gunshots. Investigators have said they don't think there is any evidence to suggest that Joshua was killed for this role as a star witness in Amber Geiger's trial. Uh, as we all know, Geiger was sentenced to 10 years for killing Botham Jean. I don't know. What, what you do have you an think? argument with somebody and you don't know you're not in your apartment. I mean, at some point you just realize you're yeah. wrong. Yeah. I mean, this case, this I don't even, this case is I guess crazy. I wasn't following it this close. I don't. So they don't have a theory. They don't have this tied to the case, do they? Or they don't have a suspect or anything. Well, the investigators saying they don't think they don't think that um, you know that he was killed. That Joshua Brown was killed because uh, he was a star witness in the case. That's what they're saying. But I mean, it's just such an unlikely coincidence. Yeah, what's the chances? You know? Yeah. I mean, he's pulling up to his apartment, and he gets shot in the mouth. I mean, I mean that's it was just personal. horrible. Yeah, yeah, several times. It's just you know, two days. Too coincidental. Retaliation to me. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, but they are investigating it. Um, I, you know, man. I mean, I mean, like you said, Junior, what are the chances are the that chances something like this, I... just a few days after her sentencing? I mean, how can you not think that, though? How can that at least not cross your mind? That's crossing that the, everybody's yeah, mind. Yeah, that it was in yeah. retaliation yeah. that, you know, uh, they got him because he was a star witness and, you know, because they don't like the but fact that she you know was what? charged I with mean, murder. I mean, but it sentence. would seem like you, if, if you want to connect it to the trial, I don't want to sound like I'm just saying it would seem mm-hmm. like you would want to get rid of the star witness before they testify. Right. I, I hear what you After saying. they testify, I, mm-hmm. it, I don't I don't know where, how they I, I just don't know. This is really bizarre. It's, it it's really, a very really bizarre is. story. Especially Two people get killed that close together in the same apartment. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You Complex. Know. You know, it just, it's, yeah, it's just, it just doesn't I don't, I don't add up. I understand what's going on. Mm-mm. It doesn't yeah. add up. It doesn't. Yeah. 
All right. Well, uh, listen, we're going to move on. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, uh, J. Anthony Brown is here with uh, Comedy Roulette right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Jay is here. Yes, he is with his comedy roulette. Come on, Jay. <laughs> here it is, everybody. It's time for comedy roulette. We put three subjects up on the wheel. We spun the wheel where the wheels stopped because we're comedians. Junior is a comedian. Tommy is a comedian. I am a comedian. And Steve is a king of comedians. We'll make it work. Do the damn thing, y'all. All right, here we go. Ready for your topics. Uh, uh, number one, things we threaten kids with that we know we are not going to do. We know this. All right. Number two, things we can't bring up to our significant other because it will start a huge argument. Mm. Mm. All right. And number three, wow. Steve said, mm, to that one. Number three. Number three. Let's do that one. No, 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 no. Number three, hints you give to people with bad breath. Wow. That, that one good. too. These that are three good ones. Wow. Right. All right. Roll it then. Spin it, cat. <laughs> you better not do nothing. Start an two. argument. Start an argument. <laughs> uh-uh, bad breath. Start an argument about the argument uh, on the radio. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You stop to number one, guys. Things we threaten kids with that we know we're not going to do. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Oh. All right. I like it. All right. All here right. we go. Okay. Let me start it off. Let me start it off. Let me start it off. You want to be signed up to watch elephants at the circus? Because I can make it happen, okay? All right? <laughs> Keep playing around. The circus, though? Huh? Keep, keep talking. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Junior. <laughs> These are real. The mama threatened me. I know she Let me catch you jumping in that bed one more time. See if I don't come off the top rope. <laughs> you know, I come off the top rope. You know what you're gonna make me do, don't you? You're gonna make me put your put my foot in your ass and turn it. That's what you're gonna make me do. You're gonna make me put my foot in your ass and turn it, and wow. I mean that. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, these are things we threaten kids with that we know we're not gonna do. Come on, Steve. <laughs> do you want me, huh? Do you want me to give away all your damn toys? Ooh, huh? oh, no. All of them? <laughs> Things we threaten kids with that we know we not going to do. Do you want me to choke you till you pass out and bring you back on Thursday? Because I'll do it. Because <laughs> I'll do it. Let me catch you not finishing that food one more time. I'm going to take your ass over to Africa and you're going to be in the picture. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Things we threaten kids with that we know Ooh, we Jim. not going to do. Okay. Okay. Roll your eyes one more time and see if I don't jump up and roll to the back of myself. Oh. I will. I roll them over here again. And I swear I'm going to get on them eyes and roll to the back of them. I swear for Lord. I, I do it. When I was a kid. <laughs> I rolling my eyes. Uh, I swear to God, I swear. Say something else. Say something else. I'm gonna punch you so hard in your damn mouth. I'm gonna knock all your teeth in your neck. You gonna have to chew with the back of your head. (laughs) No. Oh, that's a visual. Wow, that's a visual right there. Yeah, I've heard that one. Yeah. 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 Things we say to kids, we know we're not gonna do. 
Look at me like you think about something. I will rip your arm off and beat your ass. That's what I'll do. I swear. With that on. With that on. Things we threaten kids with that we know we're not going to do. Lie to me again and see if I'll kill you in due to time because I'm tired of working. <laughs> wow. Uh-uh. Ooh, things we threaten kids with that we know we're not going to do. I'm going to whoop your ass until it rope like Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> until it rope like Oprah. <laughs> my, my granddaddy used to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Take oh, it home, big dog. Yeah, come on, come on Steve. Last this one. This is my mama's all-time favorite. Say something again, I'm going to snatch a knot in your ass. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I know that. that. Snatch, snatch a knot. I'm going to snatch a knot in, in my ass. ass. <laughs> oh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank uh, you. That's classic. That's classic. That was this week's classic. comedy roulette. Thank you, guys, as always. Coming up, more music, more fun on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back at 20 minutes after the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, you know on this show, we are definitely committed to kicking cancer's butt. Uh, first, let's shout out to Carla. She mentioned earlier, she, of course, was in Chicago uh, this past weekend yes. with Z103 mm-hmm. uh, at the Sister Strut, Carla, for the Breast Cancer yeah. Walk. Uh, uh, there, yeah. Yep, you were representing. Also, our very own uh, survivor, J. Anthony Brown, is kicking, kicking it in the ass. But like no ass. one else I've known. He is a trooper. Yes, he is. Go ahead, Jay. Uh, yeah. All the while bringing awareness uh, to uh, about the disease. So now, Steve, you want um, our Steve Harvey Nation and uh, the prayer warriors out there to uplift and support uh, Brother I mean, Antoine look, Muhammad. Yeah, uh, he's, it's a, it's, he's a good brother out of Chicago. Mm-hmm. That's a friend of a lot of friends of mine up there in Chicago. His name is Antoine Muhammad. Go to a website called CancerSavedMyLife.me. Cancer Saved My Life. Dot me. He has an incredible story. He's been doing a lot of work in the community. Again, his name is Antoine Muhammad. Mm-hmm. The website I want you all to go to just to see his story and if there's anything you can do. CancerSavedMyLife.me and just check it out, okay? He's a good brother. He could use some assistance here. I'm, I'm just putting it out. It's a lot of friends that care about this man and the work he's doing in the community. Go to cancersavemylife.me. Okay. All right. All good. All right. Thank you, Steve. Very good. Very good. All right. And coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back at 33 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This time of the morning, we do entertainment news. First, the weekend box office report. The Joker laughed all the way to the loved bank it. over the weekend. Loved yeah, it. you saw it, Jay. Loved it. Well, he is crazy. He is some kind of crazy. Ooh, yeah. Good <laughs> Looks like it is. I just downloaded John Wick 3 onto my computer oh, yeah, to watch that. on the plane. A lot of fighting. Lot, you know, it's a lot of fighting. And I downloaded Shaft. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, Mud. 
You got another move behind you, see. So you in 2017? Yeah, you see. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's moving on up, Junior. Huh? He's he catching, he catching up. up. He's catching up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, uh, anyway, as I was saying, the Joker was laughing all the way to the bank over the weekend as the DC Comics adaptation scored the best October opening weekend of all time and the fourth best opening for an R-rated movie. It was also the number one movie overseas. With uh, It brought in $234 million globally. Wow. They say that boy putting on an Oscar performance. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. He's, he's a, a bad boy, man. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. What'd you say, Jay? That's good for DC because Marvel Comics has been killing them in the movies, man. Uh-huh. And, and DC oh, hadn't okay. had anything since Wonder Woman to come out and really do good Wonder in the box office. DC. That's a great movie. Yeah. DC, DC Comics. Comics. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. in the comic books, Jay? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I don't know nothing okay, about it. I didn't know who DC was. <laughs> I've been there. I've been there. He thought he talking about DC Curry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been to Comic Con three times. What the hell DC got Most to do with this? You're into it. Yeah. <laughs> you're into, it's okay. Don't be ashamed. It's all right. No, I, I've been to Comic Con three times. Um, yeah, I have. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> all right, all right. Congratulations, Jay. Uh, in trending Black Girl Magic News. How many blacks news, was at Comic Con? Uh, no, there was a lot of black people there, Steve. Yeah. More than you would think, yeah. I'm talking yeah. about not not outfits. <laughs> no, I had an outfit on. You kidding me? I ain't going to go unless yeah, I was going You'll wear an outfit on a regular Oh, you know that. He got, some, he got yeah. some superhero Negro outfits. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me tell you guys quickly about Simone Biles, though. You know, she's a gold medalist. She's an Olympus, Olympic gymnast. She has two amazing tumbling moves named after her while competing in the world championships uh, over in Germany during Simone's floor exercise she landed a triple double on her routine on the balance beam then she landed a double double dismount so now the double double dismount is now known as the Biles and the triple double on the balance beam is now the Biles too congratulations wow. to our girl Simone wow. triple Biles. double on the balance beam yeah. Yeah, her own move. go ahead girl yeah alright okay. coming up our last break of the day and um some closing remarks from Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are, the end of the day, our last break of the day. Very good show. Monday. Yeah, it's been a good show. Uh, mm-hmm. And a good day, and a good day. And thanks to everyone uh, who takes the time to listen on your way into work and at work and all of that. We certainly appreciate your business. Um, wow. <sighs> Have to end it on a sad note, huh, Steve? Talk about a true queen. Ooh. A legend. A legend. Yeah, yeah, I mean, a really. A real legend. Really. Yeah, I mean, Diane Carroll was just uh, a real special talent, man. Yeah. Uh, she was a sister that came on television at a time when there wasn't a lot of black women on television, with uh, especially with leading roles. And uh, she came on TV and she was just so eloquent, man. She was always stylish and grateful, uh, graceful. And just Beautiful. to lose her, such an amazing talent, man. Our hearts and prayers goes out to her family at this time but Diane Carroll was bad bad girl man oh, yeah, bad sure. bad girl yeah. man she was she was Stella Stella yeah. class yes. and elegance and grace was yes. Diane Carroll 
period. Yes, Steve. Enough said. Yeah. Rest in peace, and, and God bless her family. Yeah. First African-American uh, leading role in prime time that was not a servant. Oh, man. Wow. Corey's yeah. mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Julia. Mm-hmm. Julia. Yeah. That she was Corey's mother. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, ah. I had a crush on her, man. Good Lord. She was so beautiful. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey, uh, what about Claudine? Claudine, oh, Claudine is Claudine. the one. Steve. That's the one. Yeah. That's classic, Movie, right? That soundtrack. Woo, her and James Earl Jones together. Yes. Woo. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then Dominique Devereaux in, in um, Dynasty. 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 Oh she wanted to be, in her own words, she wanted to be the first black bee on TV. That's what she said. That's what she said? <laughs> That's what she wow. said. All right, then. <laughs> Legend. Extraordinary yeah. career. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. R.I.P. Diane Carroll. Mm. One of the greats, for sure. 80 what, sir? 80, 80 what? 84. She was 84. 84. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? Uh, let me... Let me leave you all with these closing remarks. And because, uh, you know, this whole thing with the death of Botham John has been in the news and social media has been all over this young man for uh, forgiving uh, her brother's murderer and this Dallas woman who was a police officer. And, you know, I have to say, I understood where social media was coming from. You know, social media is such a playground for the devil. But, you know, I, I, you know, you got to give people, everybody has to weigh this situation out for how they see it for themselves. And a lot of people, I don't see how he could have. I, I, don't, I don't know that I could either, to be honest with y'all. I don't know that I could hug the person who killed my brother. I, I don't know. But I was talking to somebody about it. And I kept hearing the same thing over and over. He's a better man than me. He a better man than me. And I started thinking and I said, man, are are we all missing a point here? You know, if God works in mysterious ways, could we all be missing a point? Because this boy who, if you're 18, I'm 62, so don't get offended by me using the term boy. He's just a young, super young man. This, 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 just 17, he's a boy. You know what I mean? If this young man, could be such a person to cause so many people to say he's a better man than me then i had to ask myself at 62 if i'm saying he's a better man than me then i got to start looking at myself because i was kept hearing people say that well he a better man than me because i never da 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 and i went wow uh, could we be missing a point because i was looking at the interview over and over and he kept saying that he never told his mother and father what he was gonna say. He didn't tell his siblings or anything. And his mother was on CNN saying she didn't know he would have said, but she expected him to say something like that because that's what his brother would have done. And I was amazed at the elegance of this family. Now everybody mad because why do black people always have to forgive? I'm not talking about that part of it right there. You have the right to feel how you wanna feel about it. And I agree with some of the stuff some people said. But I had to ask myself, Steve, are you missing the point? If this boy is a better man than you, what are you saying about yourself? What could we all be saying? 
he didn't even tell his parents. And I got to say, man, this, this boy did a Goliath thing. He faced his brother's murderer and forgave her today. It probably would have took me a lot longer. I ain't going to lie. I probably wouldn't have hugged you either. I ain't going to lie. But this young boy took it upon himself to do it all that day right there without telling nobody. And I was just thinking about David and Goliath. I said, wow, man, do you know that David, when he went to slew to slay the giant, he probably didn't run that. I never heard a story about David and Goliath that he ran it by his mom and daddy. I never heard it nowhere in the Bible say he ran it by his mom and daddy because they just shot it down. I'm pretty sure if he'd have said that to his mother, they might even say something. But he did it on his own. And it said a lot because I started thinking, man, if he can forgive this woman for killing his brother, what could I forgive a person for? Could you forgive your father for walking out on you or your mother for making so many mistakes? Could you forgive your sibling for all the times they done wronged you? Can you forgive that man for treating you wrong? Could you forgive your boss for firing you? Could you forgive the company that closed and you lost your job? Can you forgive your friend for turning his back on you? Well, I started thinking and I said, well, I probably should be able to forgive everybody for all the stuff they done to me, cause guess what? Ain't none of them shot my brother. He's a better man than me. Uh, I started to have to check myself. I don't want us to miss the bigger point of what this young man did, cause what he did was something really special. And if you wanna feel how you wanna feel about it, I understand and I agree with where you are coming from sometime. But don't miss the big picture. Maybe we need to be a bigger man. Maybe. Those are my closing remarks. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 